Hey, how are you? Hope you're doing well. It is Friday, September 23rd at 1.24 p.m. I'm trying this a second time because my audio levels were so out of whack. Um, somebody pointed out to me, I went back and I always watch the film, just like a good football team. I quickly watched and listened. I said that was painful. And if you if you stream it, that was not a good experience. I just didn't want to do that to you guys. I'd already screwed up once this week with my tech problems when I was on the road in California uh, with work. I could not get my... Um, could not get that uh, cleanly connected, and I screwed up once, so I said I'm going to make this better. Um, but if any of you tune in, I appreciate you tuning in, and I just want to talk a little bit about the Florida Atlantic game, uh, talk about what we know about that team, talk about what we know about Purdue right now, and uh, some bad news or interesting news or whatever you want to say about Purdue's roster. We'll get to that right after I talked about our sponsors. Thanks to AJ's if you're heading on campus. As I said, the game is uh, uh, tomorrow, Saturday, September 23rd at 7.30 in Ross-Aid. If you're going up on campus a little early, go over to AJ's, grab a burger, grab a pint, grab some Italian beef, um, hang out, enjoy the televisions, and uh, watch some other games before you get to tune into the main event in person. Uh, EatAJ's.com if you want to order ahead or if you just want to learn about their menu. Great people there. Um, also, if you uh, if you need a Purdue T-shirt, if your your stash is running low and uh, maybe you've destroyed some because you wear them all the time, head over to Martin Vintage, martinvintage.com. Enter Boiled at checkout for fifteen percent off. Get a uh, classic Purdue style T-shirt, soft, soft, comfortable fit, uh, and buy it from a Purdue family. Can't go wrong there. So let's talk a bit about the game, shall we? This time, take two. Hopefully, this goes better. Um, but here, let's talk a little bit about what we know, what we don't know. First thing we do know from Purdue, let's look at Purdue first. Uh, Aiden O'Connell is a game-time decision. After not practicing all week, after a uh, uh, secret was poorly kept, or however it was started leaking out on Wednesday that O'Connell had not been practicing, uh, finally was made official to the media today, or uh, or they made it official, I guess. They probably knew. And they said uh, O'Connell's a game-time decision. If he doesn't go, if he can't go, it's going to be Austin Burton's job. Burton, um, for me, doesn't look like a great fit for Purdue's offense. Brom, the Brom brothers clearly see something in him. I would love to see a, a lame play in this uh, situation just because it, uh, he just the ball is so much more lively out of his hands. He's got great velocity. Um Burton, I think, is a great teammate, and he's probably that's probably the whole thing. He's a great teammate, good leader, understands the offense, but he's just not the passer um, that we've seen for most of the quarterbacks in the Brom era. All of all of them, all of Purdue's quarterbacks in the Brom era, have uh, been able to to pass the ball really, really effectively. It just it doesn't look to me like Burton has that arm. So um, take it for what it's worth from some guy, right? Um, but. Uh, let's hope O'Connell can play. And if he can, it's going to be problems for FAU. FAU has had a hard time all year stopping other teams from passing. They've got a good pass rush, but pretty poor pass defense in their defensive backfield. Um, uh, Florida Atlantic is also a team that can throw it and does throw it a lot. They're athletic. They're fast. Um, but they're just not a great team. We can go through the some some things that have already happened. First off, they... They beat Charlotte, uh, beat the heck out of them, 43-13 to to open the season. They lost by three to Ohio. They uh, beat Southeast Louisiana, 42-9, to so a couple uh, pretty weak opponents in there. Um, 
you could argue, three-week opponents there. And then they played their first real test in Central Florida and got whipped uh, 40-14. to 14. Lost that game pretty convincingly. They had a hard time stopping the pass. A lot of the uh, people that uh, analyze football say if O'Connell's available, he'll be able to eat, uh, eat their pass rush up because they blitz a lot, and he's so good at finding the open man, staying cool, staying unflappable. I think... Maybe part of the reason he's injured this week could be because of uh, just hanging in the pocket and waiting. He got hit a lot versus Syracuse. I don't know the extent of his injuries or the nicks and cuts that he's dealing with, but uh, definitely has something to do with the fact that he was hit a lot. One of those plays where Syracuse got to him, he decided to throw an underhanded pass to uh, right to the Syracuse defensive tackle, which resorted, resulted in a pick six. But he came right back, I think, three plays, plays later and threw a bomb to Jones down the right side. Um, and Purdue was right back in that game. That's O'Connell. That's the way he does things. He's he's very cool under pressure. He, he um, um, He's just a, he's a, he's a very level-headed guy. Great personality to have at quarterback. Bigger than that, he's just a, he's an accurate passer that, um, well, it's probably bigger that he's a, he's a mentally strong kid. But he's also a guy who takes risks a lot that are calculated because he's so darn accurate um right now coming in florida atlantic is number 108 according to cbs sitting at two and two purdue is 40 uh number 47 sitting at one and two following that uh tough tough loss versus syracuse tough one to swallow um uh florida atlantic has something in common with purdue they're kind of undisciplined team they have a ton of penalties this season uh, they're the most penalized, have the most penalty yardage in the nation, 295 yards, averaging 74 yards a game. Um, so part of the reason they have so many yards, though, is they played four games. Um, but I think dealing with Purdue's kind of power up front, I think they will struggle. Uh, I think they'll be in position to uh, make mistakes and get penalized more. Nothing but positive for Purdue. But on the other side, this could be a game that just becomes a flag party because Purdue's problems uh, dealing with uh, how they deal with adversity is uh, they get penalized, and those penalties really have spelled doom. If you want to break it down, be really critical this young season, uh, that's the whole problem for Purdue. Uh, the ways they've lost uh, flags are intertwined or woven into those losses really, really um, as a big part of that tapestry. And um, Purdue really needs to clean that up. I don't know if they can clean it up this quickly. Uh, one good thing is that Brom teams uh, generally get better after game three or four um, and start rolling. And then by November, they're rolling hardcore. But the one exception to that, of course, is that 2019 team. Purdue started that season with a loss to Nevada, then started that season, I think, one and four. Um, injuries mounted, of course, and Purdue only ended with four wins that year. That was a, that was a tough one to swallow for Purdue fans and for everybody else. But you could say, okay, a lot of injuries mounted. Well, this this season has a similar feel, and this is what I'm talking about. Are we are we looking for a uh, repeat of history of 2019? Are we looking for a re- repeat of history of 2018, where that team just caught fire, got its uh, feet under it, started doing things the right way, and then just started um, racking up the wins? If it's like 2019, it's going to be a tough fall for us because the expectations were so high, and that's the hard thing. If you come in with high expectations and then they're they're dashed by um, poor undisciplined effort. That's a pretty tough thing for anybody to deal with as a fan. So um, let's see. Another interesting thing I wanted to talk about real quickly was, of course, that uh, Charlie Jones leans the nation in many statistical categories. He's pretty much the number one receiver in the nation after being 
what, third or fourth option at Iowa. He's been an amazing addition to the team. Uh, I think anything less than amazing or just uh, outstanding or tremendous or uh, fantastic, he, is, he has been awesome. Uh, use this, uh, the adjectives, and they'll all work for Charlie Jones, the positive adjectives. Good news is he's back returning uh, punts this week after taking a week off because he was a little dinged up coming into Syracuse. The problem is Purdue hasn't given us any reason to believe that they can give him lanes and room to run through. Um, that's been we talked a bit a little bit about that on the handsome hour earlier in the week, and that's been tough to tough to swallow. Um, let's see. Yeah, the, I, I I feel good about the game. Um, I, as I told the people, I already broadcasted this. Quick cast once to um, I feel pretty good about it. The the line started at right around twenty. It sits at sixteen. I don't think it's been adjusted real heavily. Um, I think it'll probably drop again. I, I don't gamble, so I'm not that type of guy. But looking at those odds always kind of gives you a gauge of what you should expect, what you might expect from a game. Um, this is a game that Purdue should be able to cruise. Uh, I think uh, Florida Atlantic will score some points, but I. Don't believe even without O'Connell, if O'Connell cannot play, that Purdue shouldn't be able to handle its business. Not an indictment on Florida Atlantic; it's just kind of a compliment of what I think of this Purdue team. Even still, after starting one and two, I still think the uh, the juice is there, and this team has a lot of talent, and the depth is there, and there's a lot of reason to be um, still believe that they, this can be a good season. It's not going to be the season I thought it was going to be. I think nine wins is a is a very very long shot. Um, I don't think it's going to happen at this point, but but that said, it can still be a fun and special season, especially if they can get themselves together. It's a pivotal game. Uh, gotta gotta Purdue really needs to rack up the wins while they can, and uh, improving to 500 this week, right before going to Minnesota and then going to Maryland and then welcoming Nebraska. Um, that that could be a good momentum builder and and a good way for this team to kind of get themselves right after not not being right at all for Syracuse, or that's wrong. Really not ending the game on the right foot at all for Syracuse. Uh, one one uh, online magazine talked about Purdue uh, avoiding being mopey coming into the game, and I think that's a very, very good term, a very good way to look at it. If Purdue is mopey, if Purdue has their heads hung and uh, doesn't look ready to play, it could it could hurt them badly if right away Florida Atlantic is up seven to ten points which I could see happening team jumps all over because they really want to beat um, a team when they're they're uh, an underdog by that many points by 16 points they hear that too those teams hear that and they're aware of it so Purdue really needs to uh, start fast uh, be solid I mean that'd be better than even starting fast if they can just be solid for a quarter or two, I think the the size and depth inside will really help Purdue and start wearing down Florida Atlantic. If um, uh, uh, AOC is not the only one injured, of course, Jalen Graham uh, is is out still. Um, Brock Thompson is questionable or game time decision, as is Kinger, uh, Kangaroo King Daru. Um, they're they're all game time decisions. So you have a lot of seniors, a lot of leadership. Uh, that's potentially injured, and that's a big deal, but there's still a lot of guys on this team that are very experienced even without those. And I think if Daru is out specifically, I think it gives a lot of opportunity for Makapi to show off a little bit and um, show what he can do, which he started to show a little bit of that versus Syracuse. I think Purdue will blow up holes uh, versus Florida Atlantic. Um, and Purdue's going to have to be patient. That's the other thing. Uh, I think Payne Durham could be a very big part of this game because if 
Burton starts the game specifically, Payne Durham uh, will be a good uh, security blanket for him. He'll be he'll be the guy to look at underneath as um, Florida Atlantic does everything they can to stop Purdue from going over the top with Charlie Jones. That's about it. I'm at about 12 minutes. Um, like I said, I feel pretty good about the game, even regardless of who starts at quarterback. But anything can happen. Purdue needs to have their head screwed on straight. That's about it. Have a, have a great day. God bless you. Hammer down. Talk to you soon. Hope this one worked better and sounds a little more pleasing. Uh, we'll see you.